This is Hope FM. Well, at this point in the show, I'd like to welcome particularly our listeners from uh, Uganda. <laughs> and I'd also like uh, to welcome uh, Terry White. And I'll be talking about Terry and Susan in a moment. But just to say that, uh, that uh, Terry had a, a terrible accident uh, when he was only two years old. But he'll tell you uh, about that. Good morning to you, Terry. Good morning, Brian. Now, Terry... You were two years old, and then a, a, a terrible thing happened to you. Do you want to just e- explain what that was? Yes. Well, <clears throat> I was with my brother, who is a year older than me, and my father. Um, and I ran one way. My brother ran the other. My dad called my brother, but he missed me by about a metre, and the car hit me, I went flying 12 yards in the air, landed on my head, and, you know, there was a, apparently there was a doctor driving past, on that particular time, so that's why I'm here, and I think through the grace of God, go on, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously you you, sur- you survived that, uh, and it, that after that terrible accident, that led to quite a, a number of years in, in, in hospital and so on. And uh, how, how how did you how did you cope with that? What what big difference did it make in your life? Um, it made a big difference because I was in a coma for about a month in a coma. Then I came out and I was suffering with slight cerebral palsy, um, which obviously affects my speech and my coordination. So I had to relearn everything all over again. Um, and I was sent to a special school, which was Victoria School in Paul, Branch and Dorset. Um, and I had intensive physio um, to get me walking and speech therapy to, you know, broaden my vocabulary, which I learned to talk in syllables and broke every word down for me. So, Well, of course, it, it hasn't stopped you over the years. To, to what extent did you feel? I mean, obviously you were very young when the accident happened, only two years old. Um, what part did, did did your faith play in all of that? And, and, and you know, how did you become a Christian? Um, my, my faith. Now, I come from a non-Christian Christian family. Um, I didn't believe as I was growing up. Um, but there's one particular guy, a guy called Derek. He, he never let go of me. He was a camera of mine in school, and he was a really good Christian. And he kept on and on and 
นั่นพลังกันนนั้นนั่นชุ่มบางนู้นนั่นกันแต่ความนั่นก็เอ็มเพ่งใมันมันใจเงนั้นเห็นว่าจะไม่เอาในทำเพ่งครับอันอันวันอันนั้นมันสิ่งคริสตินทรงสิ่งวันจะก็เชิญเชิญไปสอนสอนได้ And on when opens and when them on the match, um, on when and on found something different. So I linked from another friend of mine who was in the Salvation Army. She she said, "Why why didn't you come?" And so I did, and. I didn't get nothing from it the first time, so I went in second time, and I found the Lord saying, "Go forwards, go forwards, go forwards," and I was looking about, saying, "Excuse me, mate, did you say something?" And he said, "No." I wouldn't say that. I'm listening. He said. And it's voice comes on saying, "Go forwards, go forwards." So me being plucked little me, you know, I'm just got up, ignored everyone, went forward to the mercy seat, and I prayed to God for the first time in my life, and He met me there. I'm pulling salvation army. So that's that's amazing. Now, obviously, you've had lots of experiences since you you're now you preach in t- church. You're you're doing everything that any any other person would do. So God has enabled you to overcome. You know what has been a pretty major uh, disability for you. Last year, uh, though, you had a brand new experience when uh, when you and, and your wife and I guess was it some people from church went as well. You went to Uganda. Why did you go? Why? It's mainly because we we've been supporting this um foundation, and we didn't know anything about it. Really, even no one was supporting them. And I said to my lovely wife, Sue, I said, Why why don't we go out there and just You know, seeing this legit. You know, seeing what, because we had a dodgy experience before with another, you know, um, African um, setup. So next time we decided we go out there to um, see them. So when some of my inheritance, you know, we ordered plane tickets. I went with my um, my wife and my two children, and you know we got there, and you know it took me a while, Blair, to actually, you know. Get into them because I had to get used to the 
smell in the country. Yeah. Um, I'm saying smell, I'm saying when you're not used to that, and it's a definite, you know, whether means a poverty smell or whatever, but I had to get used to that. And I had to get used to the food laying. I didn't really eat for two days because I'm in, I'm, me and Justin, but after now I suddenly enjoyed it. And I really got things out and Latino and Patricia were amazing. They were really great people. Now we're going, to, um, we're going to hear from them. Me. They're going to hear from them in a moment. Now you mentioned obviously they're Latino and Patricia. They, they, they are truly amazing, and I believe they're they're listening right now in in Uganda. And good, good morning uh, to you both. I think it's it's morning in Uganda, though perhaps not. Uh, but what what impact? Because obviously you formed a, you formed a special bond with them, didn't you? Yeah. Um. What what impact? Well, uh, I think in a way, um, I'd, I'd never done any night missionary work before. And was a real eye-opener. The first week, we, we went round and saw the sites of Uganda, and then when they had second week, we were able to go into a school for poor children and you know just you know give the word I mean it's all fifteen children come to the Lord just through you know preaching and that was a real eye opener for me. Mm. Um and then we went to the children's home and we looked at all their school work and all the children's schoolwork, I mean, played over them for their schooling and what have you. Uh, <clears throat> and yeah, it was a real blessing there. Well, I mean, obviously you, you, you were greatly impacted. In a moment or two, I'm going to be talking to Susan about her experience because she, she can also talk about, on behalf of the children because you mentioned that you took two of your, your children with you. But one of the things that, that you also discovered uh, was uh, Deep Between Us, a wonderful, wonderful group. Shall we listen to, to one of their songs? Yeah. Okay, well, the first song, uh, before we talk to Susan, this song is, is wonderful. It's called uh, Work In Me. Give me 
Trinos there with work in me and a moment uh, well you just heard Terry talking about that wonderful trip that he and the family uh, made to uh, Uganda uh, and of course uh, uh, Susan went and as Terry told us the children went as well uh, good morning to you Susan good morning Blair now obviously uh, uh, well it was quite a tribe when was it was it just a family or did, or did you have other folk from church going as well no, it was just the four of us, which um, I felt it was very brave of us. But we had amazing support from our church in Paul, which is called um, the Church of the Good Shepherd. And Reverend Peter and all of his team prayed for us in the front of the church. And lots of other Christian um, family and also other friends prayed for us. 
so we had lots and lots of support. <laughs> now that song that, that I just played, the first of, of, of two songs I'm going to play t- today, but uh, uh, it's called Work In Me, and, and tell us something about it. Okay, well Work In Me is all about a young man who wasn't a Christian, and his wife is a Christian, um, and her children are, but he had some alcoholic problems, and he was messing up his relationships with his children and with his wife, and they were very upset about it. Um, So in desperation, um, the wife and the children went to um, Pastor Jonathan's house in desperation, saying, please, can you help our husband and father? He's consumed with alcohol, and he won't listen to us um, talking to him about the love of Jesus. So he was completely drunk on the stairs, and Pastor Jonathan with the family came by, and with, with the love of God, he helped the, the young man come to know the Lord. And then the young man's attitude changed and he prayed for people around him at the vegetable store where he worked at. He prayed for people in the streets. He prayed for his neighbours. And this was all acted out by Latino Patricia and their three children, Ida, Frida, and even their little baby, Jason, was also in it. <laughs> so it's a real family song then. And, and uh, yes. just to get this straight, uh, Di is, is that Latino and, and Patricia together, so it's them singing? Yes. So um, basically, Di Patrinos comes from both of their names. So the Patri part comes from Patricia's name, and the Tino part comes from La- Latino's last part of his name. So they've called their stage name Di Patrinos. <laughs> now Terry said that uh, going to Uganda, going to you know to Africa for the first time, it had quite a bit of a cultural impact on him, and took a wee bit of time for him to, to get used to the the country, and so on. Was that was that the same for you and the children? Yes, um, yeah, it certainly was for the children. Seeing um, poverty, I think when they came back, they um, they really appreciated everything, and. Um, they, they they really yeah they they appreciated um, everything that they have um, like their schools um, their clothes food and everything that is so easily accessible um, and it was really sweet seeing them interact with the African children um, and for myself um, we had already formed a very strong bond with Latina and Patricia and their family. Um, and we'd also spoken on the phone to the children before we met them, all the children in the home. So at three o'clock in the morning, um, we met them for the first time, and it was the <laughs> most treasurable moment of my entire life. When we saw Latino and the children, it was so beautiful. And then we went back to the hotel because Patricia was heavily pregnant with their third child, and she was naturally too tired. So um, she still woke up though for three o'clock when we came by and threw her arms around me and also Latino's mother did as well and Jimmy, another close friend. And the welcome we got, Blair, the welcome we got was amazing. And also, we never really ate in restaurants out there. We were always invited to African people's homes to taste their exquisite, delicious cooking. 
So, yeah, so the hospitality bowled you over in more ways than one. <laughs> Absolutely, Blair. Yeah. Uh, now, let's, 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 obviously, the, the primary work that you went to visit there was the work that Latrina and Patricia had done in, in finding an orphanage there, and that's what drew you there in the first place. Uh, you said that you'd, you'd, t- you'd talk to the children on the phone, but that three o'clock in the morning when you suddenly see them all and you see the impact of the work that Latrina and Patricia are doing, that, that must have been very special. It was very special. And um, when we met the children, um, my boss back at home, because I work with disabled children, she gave me, um, you know, one of those colourful parachutes where children hold on to it and they oh, yes. throw balls yep. in the air and things. I played with them many <laughs> times myself. <laughs> Have you, Blair? <laughs> what fun they are. But imagine we played that with about 25 um, beautiful African children and they bounced teddy bears up and down on it. And um, a lovely family from my church, two families, uh, gave us puppets. And one family made puppets for us to make with the children so we had a table, and me and Patricia were helping the children make little finger puppets like pigs and sheep and goats. And um, we also ate with the children, drank with the children, and, and played with the children. And um, Terry chased them around the house, and they had so much fun. <laughs> hey, obviously, you know, poverty in, in, in Uganda is, 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 is rampant and so on. So the support uh, of people in this country is, is important. As you've come back, and obviously you're clearly fired up, you wrote to me, <laughs> and, you, and you made me aware of the Deep Petrinos music, which is great. Uh, and, um, but, but, but did you come back to, I mean, obviously you mentioned your church, Church of the, of the Good Shepherd. Uh, what are you doing now? Are you sort of uh, hoping to go back again and raising funds for the work out there? Yes, we've just, my, my son and I just did a sponsored kayak and we raised the lovely sum of £825. Um, and we also have um, some beautiful people in our lives who um, offer um, funds every month. And it's all added up to the grand sum of 1,200. Now, what we have out there, Blair, is we have just over one acre of land that was blessed to us. It's a banana plantation. And with that 1,200 pounds, um, the Deepatrinos and ourselves, we are hoping to build a home for the children at the moment. Um, there's 61 children, you see, and it's only a two-bedroom house. Oh, my. 61 children in a two-bedroom house? Oh, my goodness. Well, in lockdown, um, the people in the villages had to open up their homes to a lot of them because, obviously, that's an impossibility. And also, a lot of them are at boarding school, so there's only a few there that actually sleep there. Mm. But we went and... um, we really were praying to the Lord for um, some money so that we can actually build them our own house and build it safe and grow our own vegetables. And because of lockdown, me and Latino thought, oh, I don't think we're going to really get much money. But do you know what? I was only speaking to Latino and Patricia yesterday, and we said God has fastened everything up. And the music video came out much quicker than we imagined. And also, we got triple the amount of money that we thought we'd ever get. So in a few months, 
God willing, we should be able to um, start building. But obviously, it needs lots of prayer. And I cannot thank God enough, you know, for this incredible opportunity. It's beyond exciting. I mean, <laughs> I mean you mentioned that amazing sum of over a thousand pounds uh, that you've, you've raised. Of course, a thousand pounds goes a long way in Uganda, doesn't it? That's right. You won't believe that a two or three bedrooms um, bungalow out there is only, and you might fall off your seat, Blair, is only two and a half thousand pounds. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Whereas here it would be probably about 300,000 for a house that size. So how, how, so much, God. how much do you think you'll need in order for your, your vision of, you know, of, of, of of building, I mean, how much will you need in total? Have you worked that out? Well, to begin it, we are already halfway there, praise God. Yeah. Um, so we, we've got 1,200. We need double that, so we basically need 2,500. But that is for a three-bedroomed house. But as you can imagine, um, if anything like lockdown happens again, and obviously when the school is closed because of holidays, we do need to accommodate... Um, as many as 61 children. So, obviously, we're going to start uh, building once we get the 2,500. But then we want to continue going with um, sponsored, you know, cake sales, sponsored events, car boot sales, and obviously people's good giving. So, obviously, it might have to be double that to get say, a four- or five-bedrooms place out there. But we're going to start with a two and just keep building up. Now, if people wanted to support you, uh, how, how can they best do that? Well, I think we're going to need to open up a Just Giving page because with my sponsorship, admittedly, I have done it the old-fashioned way where people have dropped the money by at my house. But obviously... If it's going to be like many people that perhaps I don't know, I may need to um, set up a Just Given page. Well, I tell you what, when you've done that, then, and obviously, hopefully, you and Terry next time, maybe the children as well, be able to come into the studio, uh, and uh, and then we can have a we can have an update, you know, on how the work is 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 going. If people yeah. wanted to listen to to uh, Patricia and Latino's music, of course, it's it's on the it's on YouTube, and there's a f fabulous video yeah. actually uh, that 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 is there. More than one, actually. I think there's two videos that I saw. Uh, shall we shall we play the second piece of music? Yes, this is um, Negatekwe, and Negatekwe means I'm holding on to you, talking about I'm, all, I'm holding on to you, Jesus. And uh, it's a beautiful ballad. Well, Susan, thank you so much, and thank you to Terry as well for both of you uh, coming on. And, and it's fantastic that you've developed that relationship, and uh, pray God will really bless that work uh, going forward and, and continue to encourage you and the family and, of course, all the wonderful folk and the children in Uganda as well uh, thank you and and also um my praise also goes out to zoe church which is the church that latino patricia and their lovely children go to so to bishop peter and the family i also thank god for them too thank you thank you so much and we'll dedicate the song to them thank you very much Zene kutegwe, 
Deepo Trinos and uh, 
Nagutegwe. I hope I pronounced that correct. It means uh, I'm holding you. And what marvellous work they're doing over there in uh, in Uganda. And if you want to support that work, well, you can contact me here at the station and Blair C at hopefm.com. And, uh, of course, we will have Terry uh, and Susan in to tell us more about that work and particularly that wonderful challenge they they have in building uh, the home for those orphans and in support, of course, of the wonderful work being done by Latino and, uh, and Patricia. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.